As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. They've always just been like, slow down, all in due time. Everything comes back around. Even if it's 15 years from now, you're going to be shocked at the full circle of life. Best ever listeners, we have launched bestevercauses.com. That's bestevercauses.com. We profile a nonprofit or a cause that is near and dear to our heart, get the word out about their cause, and also donate money towards their cause. If you'd like to, one, learn more about the causes that we're profiling, we do one a month, then go to bestevercauses.com. And if you want to suggest a cause that we profile that is near and dear to your heart, then go to bestevercauses.com and there's a little form at the bottom of the page where you can submit one and we'll check it out. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff with us today. Justin Stamper. How you doing, Justin? Hey, I'm great, man. Coming to you live from sunny Orlando, Florida. Sweet. What's up, best ever listeners? Nice. Well, what's up back, my friend? And one of our team members, Theo, moved to Florida from Cincinnati. And I was talking to him recently. He's like, I don't know why I ever lived in Cincinnati. The weather here in Florida is amazing. Not knocking Cincinnati. Well, he kind of was knocking Cincinnati. I'm not knocking Cincinnati. I'm just repeating what he said. A little just bit. knock in winter. Exactly. Just knock in winter. Thank you for that. Good save. Appreciate your help on that. Justin began his career in real estate by flipping his family's foreclosed home when he was 19 years old, worked his way up to becoming a well-known real estate investor in Central Florida by buying and renovating over 100 homes. And you can learn more about what they're up to now at AmericanAnchorHomes.com, which is also in the show notes. So with that being said, Justin, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your current focus? Yeah, absolutely. So best ever listeners, I got into real estate just by getting chucked into the lion's den. I just graduated high school, really wanted to work into the music industry and moved to London. My parents called me and they're like, hey, it's the recession. It's like 2008 when this is happening. You know, if you could move home and kind of just help us out, we're just going through some real tough times. My family owned a small business and unfortunately they lost everything. We went bankrupt and we also ended up losing our home. So I was home one day, these guys came and knocked on the door and they were like, Hey, we need to talk to your parents. And I was like, Hey, look, they're not here right now. What's going on? And they're like, well, we just bought your house today at the foreclosure auction. 
And I was like, wow, I didn't even know my house was in foreclosure. And they're like, yeah, we didn't know people lived here. And I was like, yeah, man, this is like my childhood home. So they were super cool. I actually renovate houses with these guys now, like 10 years later. But they gave my pops and I the chance to buy the house back for like a, essentially a markup. And we raised private capital through friends, bought our house back from these guys, renovated it ourselves and sold it, made the first bit of money that we had made in real estate. And at that time, any money that we'd made in a couple of years. And I literally started buying houses at the same courthouse auction a month later and just kind of never looked back, man. Pretty crazy that, stuff. That is pretty crazy stuff. And thank goodness for the individuals who purchased the house being good people who wanted to make money, but also wanted to work with you all on a solution to help you all out. For sure. Because honestly, dude, that's probably my favorite part about real estate is that the service that we do, or hopefully is solving problems and like bringing solutions to people and like fighting the good fight and helping people out. And they were all about that. And they kind of showed me the ropes of that through my career. Real estate doesn't have to be about profit and loss, profit and loss. It can be about, hey, these people are in a really peculiar situation. They're going through a tough time. Can you help them? And every time I buy a house from somebody that's like pre-foreclosure or dealing with a death in the family and doesn't even want to walk into the house again, I enjoy being able to be like, hey, let me help you pick up the pieces of life. Because life is tough, man. There's no easy way about it. There's no instruction manual for this life. There's a lot of challenges. And real estate for a lot of people is super stressful, especially if it's not their profession. So I love being able to help people out. And these guys kind of showed me the way with that. And it's cool. And it's, it's led us down a crazy path. And now we have a television show about us flipping houses in Orlando on A&E called Zombie House Flipping. And we're doing our third season. And I never would have thought that some like punk rock kid who only has a high school education would ever have a show about being a real estate professional. You know, like I'm still kind of in shock and awe that my life has worked out this way. And I think a lot of it has had to do with just helping people out. So I don't know. That's my take to all the best ever listeners out there. Just, I guess if you help enough people out, eventually the world will give you what you actually wanted. And it's been pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zig Ziglar quote, or at least attributed to him, help enough people get what they want, and you'll eventually get everything you want, something I certainly live by. Real quick on that, your family house that got foreclosed on, and then the individuals who purchased it at the auction made a deal with you all and sold it at a markup. First off, how much did they buy it for, if you know, and how much did they sell it to you for? Yeah, they bought it for 400 They sold it to us for 450 we renovated it and we ended up selling it for 750. So we actually made a killer deal. We actually made around 200 grand on our very first transaction, which is super rare and we're going back to like 2008 where the banks and the valuations and everything was just a huge mess. Back then there were some deals where they're like, well, this bank owns it, but this bank is now bankrupt and absorbed by this bank who, you know, it was a mess back then, man. So They sold our house totally under value. And these guys, they only owned it for a week and they made 50 grand. So they were happy. And then my pops and I put like, I think 50, 30 or 40, maybe 50 grand into it. 
And then after we paid closing costs and commissions, we ended up walking with like just around, I think 200 grand. And we gave our private investors a hundred grand. We split it 50, 50 and we kept the other hundred and we started buying what we could afford with a hundred grand and just never looked back. Let's pretend for a moment that the individuals who purchased your house at the time were cold, calculating, and just mean people. What could they potentially have made if they did whatever they needed to do to maximize the profit? So they bought it for 400 What could they have made and what would they have done to do the mean path process? They could have kicked us out, which would have sucked because I have no idea where we would have went because we were broke as a joke. And they could have probably put 50 into it like we did and probably sold it for 750 like we did as well. So they could have made a killing. I guess after closing costs and commissions, they would have walked with like probably like 275, depending on if they weren't pulling hard money, they probably could have made like damn near 300 grand, which Mm -hmm. was killer. Nowadays, those deals seem few and far between. The market's just so on fire in Orlando now and everybody wants to flip a house. Because, you know, all these guys on television out here making it look so easy. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, man, I mean, they could have made a killing. But luckily, they were totally fine with just like a quick wholesale fee of 50 grand, which I mean, you know, I've wholesaled hundreds of houses and hardly any of them have ever been a 50 grand fee. So I think in that situation, it was a win-win situation yeah. for everybody. So that was cool. And you said you have since partnered with them and sounds like you still do. First off, is that accurate? Yeah, they're a part of the like OG house flippers in Orlando. And I worked my way up because I didn't have the most capital when I started. I started really just wholesaling a ton of houses. I was like going to the auction, picking them up at the auction, and then just wholesaling them to people that were not the auction. So I just got to know all the real players in Orlando. And these guys are real players. And every now and then they'll bring me a deal that's like, hey, either we don't want it, do you want this? Or we're down to put up half if you're down to put up half. And I think at this point, we all trust each other. And we've done enough business that 10 years later, they're still friends of mine in the industry. And when you get involved in your local real estate community, and you do a couple transactions with people, it seems one way or another, it'll always come back around to you. These guys have always kind of brought it back around and vice versa to them. If you had to put a number on the profits that they've made from the deals you two have partnered on. So profits just they've made from the deals you two have partnered on over the years. What would that number be? Well, honestly, man, I would say just in the deals I've wholesaled them, because I know I've wholesaled them at least 10 houses that they've made close to $100,000 revenue from. I would say that I've in turn repaid the favor at least over half a million bucks in profit for them by just being like, hey guys, before I even send this out to my list, I know this is your strike zone. Here's a house. Let me know. It's off market. If you want it, like just let me know in 48 hours. And in turn, they've bought a good amount of houses from me wholesaling that I feel like I've repaid my dues of like, hey, thank you so much for helping me get my start and letting my family keep a roof over their head. That's where I was going with it. That's what I was wanting to see just to learn about the numbers because everyone listening is an inherently nice person. But if there is an outlier and someone who was skeptical, like, oh man, yeah, they let you stay there, but they only made 50 when they could have made $275,000 or $300,000. I wanted to bring that full circle. 
So there was basically 250k of potential profit that they left on the table for being good people. But then the world, through you and the other deals you, you worked with them on, repaid them the 250 and potential lost profit, and then doubled that at minimum to another 250 plus. You can sleep well at night and you got good karma, right? <laughs> For sure, man. Absolutely. It hopefully always comes back around. I like I'm a firm believer that if you're doing good business and you're helping people out, it'll come full circle. And it's taken me age to learn that. I'm twenty nine years old and I was impatient. As a hustler, you're always just like, When's the next deal? When's the next deal? When can I get this? When can I get this? But my mentors are all fifteen to thirty years older than I am. And they've always just been like, slow down, all in due time, everything comes back around, even if it's 15 years from now, you're going to be shocked at the full circle of life. And when I was 23, I didn't understand that. But now that I'm coming up on 30, I'm starting to see the actual full circle of doing good business and just being involved in your community. And it's really cool. It's cool to see the like karma of the universe. I'm a big fan of that. Agreed, as am I. So now, what is your focus from a business standpoint? So we're filming season three of Zombie House Flipping. So this year, we are flipping 14 houses on the show. And then I've probably done four more renovations this year that aren't on the show. And my partner, Ashley, and I, we own a boutique brokerage in Orlando, Florida, where we just transact real estate. We buy and sell our own real estate, et cetera. But truth be told, man, good friends of mine sold their entire rental portfolios in Orlando and then traveled around the country for over a year to different markets looking at turnkey and just like good returns on single family and multifamily real estate. And they settled on Cleveland and they hit me up and they're like, hey man, we just bought like 40 houses in Cleveland. We're having killer returns. We sold everything in Orlando. We're actually thinking about moving up here. Come check out what we're doing. And these are good friends of mine. Like These are actual friends. We hang out. We are good, close friends. So I flew up to Cleveland to check out their operation. And literally like two weeks later, I started selling off most of my rentals in Orlando because the value here is so inflated or maybe not inflated, but our market is hot. So all my rental properties are worth double what I paid for them. And sometimes you just got to take your chips off the table because you never know when the market's going to turn on you. I've already watched it happen once. I don't want to get caught on the wrong side of that second time. So I started selling off my doors and we started buying in Cleveland about a year ago. And we accumulated a portfolio between all of us of 52 houses at the moment. And then since we all are so well-versed in construction, we just started selling them off to other investor friends. It started with friends of ours in Miami that were like, hey, we're priced out of the market. We see you guys are killing it in Cleveland, like hook us up with some houses. So we sold them 15 houses and then they brought their friends and they're like, hey, my friends want double digit returns too, like hook them up with some houses. And next thing we knew, we were like, uh... I guess we're like kind of a, got a business. I, yeah, I guess we're kind of a turnkey company now. So we launched a turnkey company in February called American Anchor Homes. And we have our own construction crew in Cleveland. And that has honestly been my main focus. So the revenue that I'm making flipping houses in Orlando 
is just going towards buying more houses in Cleveland because it's so competitive in Orlando. And this is my hometown. I love my city, but I think maybe we have another 14 months of this market being on the up and up and on fire like it is. So I want to be prepared when that market turns. And to me, that's always going to be passive income. And Cleveland has just been really, really killer to work in. And I really like the city, man. It's just like a cool punk rock, weird Midwestern city that's like having its own DIY local revival. And I love that, dude. I I just love weird punk rock shit like that. So it's been a lot of fun being there. And now that we're launching American Anchor, it's also just been a lot of fun to like be like, hey, come check out what we're doing. It's super cool. I like that, man. It's been really cool. So that's what I'm up to right now is really just taking my chips off the table in Orlando and just putting them on the table in Cleveland to see what happens. Were you not making passive income on your properties in Orlando? I was, but there gets to be a point. Here's how I was looking at it. It's like, I've got $100,000 in equity in this duplex how long is it going to take me to collect $100,000 in rent where I can sell this duplex, take my equity, and then go buy for the same exact price a six-unit apartment building in Cleveland that I'm collecting more rent in? It just made a lot more sense to just take the equity while it was there and trade that equity for much better cash flow because the ROIs in Cleveland are just so much better. And the entry into the market is so much cheaper, man. We have like fully renovated good properties that we, for 45,000 in Orlando, if you buy something for 45,000, you're ducking bullets. Like not that Orlando has like crazy war zones, but there are war zones and there's not really real estate for sale for 45,000 in Orlando anymore. So it just made a lot more sense from a cash flow perspective to get rid of the properties here, take the massive equity and then go buy properties that were like 12% and above cap rate, you know? Yep. Okay. Makes sense. Understood. How many did you sell in Orlando? I had nine properties ranging from single family homes to multifamily. So I had like nine individual properties. I was like a mix of like duplexes or single family. And then my friends had like 17, I think. We were in this market called Deltona that we originally all bought for like 30 to 45,000. And when we unloaded them, it was all for like a hundred and above. So there was just massive equity and you just never know how long that equity is going to be there. Cause once the market switches again, if it goes back to only being worth 35, 45, 55,000, you sure did miss a huge opportunity there to take your chips off the table. So it just made sense to get rid of our portfolios here. And it was crazy because a nine unit portfolio here which was really expensive to buy because it's like every property we're buying is like, I just bought a duplex, for example, last year for $365,000 in Orlando. That's an expensive duplex. And then meanwhile, in Cleveland, I can buy a 20 unit apartment complex for around the same price. Now, granted, it's probably not going to be turnkey. It's going to need a lot of rehab, but still your dollar just goes a lot farther. And that's what I've really enjoyed about it is you can just buy so much more. Why didn't you do a 1031? Mm, Honestly, I wish I did. I just wasn't educated enough at the time to do it. I have a friend and a mentor who's going to show me the way. But at the time, I was just like, yeah, cool, let's sell it. I own a brokerage, so I can sell it for essentially nothing. And let's get this money deployed. 
And it wasn't until afterwards that my friend was like, exactly like, why didn't you just 1031 that? And I was like, ah, cause I don't know. I'm, I'm just shooting from the hip. You know, like I can't say that I know everything about real estate. I can't even say I scratched the surface. I just am shooting from the hip and learning every day, learning every day. With the turnkey properties that you all have, what is your role in that company? I handle all of our marketing and sales because I'm doing it from a distance. I'm in Orlando, but my friends are in Cleveland. So I'm doing a lot of like starting to do YouTube videos, starting to just do like educational stuff. We're on television, so I have like a good amount of social media followers. And I really just enjoy talking to people. I don't know, the gift of gab, I guess. I enjoy legitimately talking real estate. I think it's fun. When you see me at a bar, I'm like in the corner talking to like any random realtor that I've met. And like, that's my exciting like conversation over a beer is like, what are you doing in the real estate market? You know, for guys like us, we're, we're kind of obsessed. You know, I think being obsessed makes the difference between successful real estate investors versus people who never really get off the ground is like being super persistent and kind of eating, breathing and drinking real estate in. So I enjoy it where the rest of my friends who I'm in American Anchor with are like, hey, we don't like to talk to strangers that much. So um, (laughs) Justin, you go deal with that. (laughs) So that's what I'm doing, man, is just I'm the guy that you get to talk to if you want to buy some real estate from us. It's been fun though, man. I, I like that. I love helping people grow their portfolios. I've done it so many times wholesaling, like people come to me and they're like, I have not one property. Like my buddy, John, he's buying two duplexes from us in Cleveland next month. Once he refis his entire portfolio that I sold him in Orlando, and he literally had never owned real estate before. And now he quit his job with corporate and is financially free. Like uh, he makes all of his money from just owning all of the rental properties that I've sold him. So it's been really cool to help people grow a portfolio. I love that. I love to be like, whoa, remember when you came to me and you had no houses and now you have 15? Like that's so cool. Like you and I help change each other's course of our lives. I love that, man. It's like the butterfly effect of life. So I'm super looking forward to growing portfolios with people. Based on your experience, what's your best real estate investing advice ever? Keep hustling. Keep hustling. America rewards the persistent. I really cannot stress that enough, man. Like I have a high school education. My family was too broke to send me to college. And honestly, I was probably too punk rock to even go and listen. So if it weren't for just like, waking up every single day. I mean, do I work three jobs? I was a line cook at Disney. I valeted cars at a nightclub here called Pulse. And I, I went to the foreclosure auction from 8 a.m. until noon. And then after that, I either went and valeted cars or I went to Disney and I was just a, a line cook inside of a hot, hot, sweaty kitchen. And that's what I did to get by for like the first four years before I had enough money to like full-time transition into real estate. And a lot of people might've given up. I had a lot of friends tell me I was stupid because my first year in real estate, I think I actually only made eight grand that year. I think my next full year in real estate, I made like 16. And then it just kept doubling, man. It, It literally just kept doubling. And I had so many friends that was like, why don't you get a job with a corporation and be so much safer? You're being foolish. Why don't you try to go to community college? I was just like, no, I want, no, I'm, this is going to work out 
one way or another. And it did. And it took years. It took four full years before I was like, okay, now we're full-time in real estate making good money. But just keep hustling. America rewards the persistent. You can get rich off of YouTube nowadays. There are so many things that if you just keep doing it, eventually, hopefully it'll pay off, man. And real estate is one of those things. What did Babe Ruth say? I love every strike because it means that I'm one swing away from a home run. So that's how it goes, man. Just keep hustling. Best ever listeners, you've already made it this far. You're listening to the podcast. Now just keep your head up and keep grinding. We're into a lightning round. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Boom, boom, boom. Born ready. All right, let's do it. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Best ever listeners, we have launched bestevercauses.com. That's bestevercauses.com. We profile a nonprofit or cause that is near and dear to our heart, get the word out about their cause, and also donate money towards their cause. If you'd like to, one, learn more about the causes that we're profiling, we do one a month, then go to bestevercauses.com. And if you want to suggest a cause that we profile that is near and dear to your heart, then go to bestevercauses.com. And there's a little form at the bottom of the page where you can submit one and we'll check it out. Want to build wealth through real estate but tired of dealing with tenants, termites, and toilets? Check out the Note Investing Academy. They'll teach you how to invest in the mortgage instead of the property. With all the cash flow or appreciation you want, and investing as actively or passively as you'd like. Use the code FAIRLESS at noteinvestingacademy.com for $500 off enrollment. Okay, best ever book you've read? Oh, man, 48 Laws of Power. Love this it. Was, Robert this was Green. Robert Greene, man. 48 Laws of Power just kind of showed me all the other struggles that if you don't see behind the curtains, or I guess read behind the curtains... You just think that they were just born great and wonderful and that life was handed to them. And then you read the 48 Laws of Power and realize that everybody had their own insane struggle to come and deal with. And they took it and they ran with it. And I love that book. A mentor gave it to me when I was 19 years old. And I would say it definitely changed the course of my life by just realizing that everybody else that I idolized had to go through hell to get to heaven as well. Absolutely. Then another good one. Have you read his other books, like 33 Strategies of War and other things yeah, in the like series? Yeah, like 50th Law. And yeah, things 50th, like that. Yeah. Oh, good, man. Yeah. The way he writes is like no other. I mean, he's just in your face, like unapologetic about what he says. And it's factual because it's based on history. It's just must read. I love him as an author. Yeah, they're great. And I love the fact that you can just pick it up, open it to any law and read that law. And it's not like you missed anything from the last chapter and you can just set it down. So honestly, it's a book that I pick up. It stays on my coffee table. I'll pick it up once a week and just flip it open and read it for half an hour and put it down. And I've been doing that for 10 years now. Best ever deal you've done? Um, Man, I would say honestly, the first one, because that's what started it all. And that's what kept a roof over my girls' heads. That's what gave me and my dad a new breath of life. Because we were just down in the gutter, man. And it was good, man. It gave my sister the ability to go to college. And now she like works for Boeing and is like in the space race. Like She's going to be an astronaut. It's crazy. She's so smart. And had we not been able to do this deal, 
I don't know if she would have been able to go to the college that she wanted to go to and go the career path that she's always known she wanted to do. So, what, yeah, I don't what's, know, what's a mistake you've made in a transaction? In a transaction, I would say probably not talking to title enough. I feel like a thing that everybody learns the hard way is not communicating with everybody in a transaction to make sure everybody's on the same page. Because at first you just assume things are going great and people are doing their job. But as time goes by and real estate happens, you realize that communication is so key. And even if you're the annoying guy that sends 10 emails a day, CCing four people, at least that deal is going to close on time. But I would say my biggest real estate mistake period was selling the properties that I should have been keeping when I started wholesaling, when I started flipping. Had I understood rental property better when I was 21, 22, even 19, had I understood cash flow better and rental properties and the abilities to creative finance things, oh my God, I, I can only imagine what my rental portfolio would look like today. And now moving forward in real estate, I'm trying to be like Warren Buffett. Like I don't buy it ever thinking about selling it. I buy it to keep it. So I would say that was my biggest mistake was just not understanding rental real estate and only focusing on transactional flipping real estate because that's a job. And sometimes real estate's nice to not be a job. It's nice to have your tenants pay rent when you sleep. Best ever way you like to give back. I work with a group called Best Buddies, uh, developmental disabilities, kids with autism, Asperger's, Down syndrome. I have a best buddy. I love her to death. Her name's Erica. And it just tickles me to death to work with these kids and give back. And I've never felt more fulfilled. It's really cool. How can the best ever listeners learn more about what you got going on? Best ever listeners, come find me on Facebook. It's Justin Stamper. You can see me on Instagram, which is Flip Orlando, or just go on either American Anchor Homes and shoot me an email or go to justinstamper.com or better yet, Go on and watch Zombie House Flipping because we got new episodes coming out soon. Awesome. Well, Justin, thank you so much for being on the show and talking to us about how you started, how you have got to where you're at, and in particular, the story where the individuals who bought your foreclosed house, how they could have made more of a profit, but they elected to do a deal with you and your family and how you currently partner with them on deals where they've made the money back and then some, plus they're in the good graces of the universe. So thank you so much for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day. Good luck with season number three and looking forward to checking that out. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks guys. Best ever. Want to build wealth through real estate, but tired of dealing with tenants, termites, and toilets? Check out the Note Investing Academy. They'll teach you how to invest in the mortgage instead of the property. With all the cash flow or appreciation you want, and investing as actively or passively as you'd like. Use the code FAIRLESS at NoteInvestingAcademy.com for $500 off enrollment.